Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone, ready to play right now. Listening to Black Cast. I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes that put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listening to Black Cast. Keep up on comics and movies. Two phone ring, I answer hoodies. I can't talk, call back if you please. Listening to Black Cast. Don't know what you are missing. Damn fine show hosted by Christian. He's just dope, no ass, I'm kissing. Listen in the black cast. Click subscribe on this podcast. You won't be the first, but don't you be last. Listen while you pumping your gas. Listen in the black cast. On this episode, it's Jean Grey talking about the things that she say. So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listen in the black cast. Met this girl, she smiled in my face. Black cast insulated my place. Had one beer, she brought a whole case. Listen in the black cast. Cops knock on the door and listen. Black cast on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off, now I ain't tripping. Listen in the black cast. My point is, listen to this show. Don't need me to tell you it's dope. Rock so hard like Johnny Lithgo. Listen in the black cast. Oh yeah, that's the black cast. It's on the ghost twin TV or whatever. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's on AfterBuzz TV, that's right. But that guy, Christian, you rock! Alright, several Texas had to go take care of some business. But I'm here to say, have a nice day. And listen to the damn show. This is the Blattcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world. Hosted by Christian Blatt. So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. And now, here's Christian Blatt. Welcome to the Blattcast. Very exciting because, uh, well, it's not really once a year. It's uh, about twice a year that we get together with our Blattcast Baseball Brain Trust. As always, I'm Christian Blatt. Welcome to the Blattcast, the 2021 MLB Playoff Preview. As always, joined by D. Weiss Comedy, David Weiss. <laughs> South America. If you're not watching the video version, you you missed me pointing in the wrong direction. But uh, I and of course, our mistress of Bach, the one, the only Melissa Weinstein. Melissa, Hello. thank you for being here. Thank uh, you for having me. Now, uh, I think that uh, our our abbreviated 2020 season playoff picks uh didn't go well for anybody except me um i believe i did have the correct world series champion in the los angeles dodgers uh and uh, i was pretty far along with uh, some wagers that uh, david was quite quite uh, kind enough to place for me in uh in las vegas but ultimately did not uh, if the uh, the Astros had uh, had won, that's where my money would have been. But uh, I, that those were not my official picks; those were just my degenerate gambler picks. Right, but you have an official pick that's working for this season. I do. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I got I got some. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that later. We definitely got some good odds on that, uh, Melissa. I I'm gonna assume that there may be some. Uh, do you have any Bach related reflection on 2020 before we dive into 2021? I don't want to uh, steal your Bach thunder. Well, turns out I 
Okay, there we go. They were interesting. The totals okay. obviously were not as high as previous seasons, but that's just of course not based yeah. on number of games. But the loose statistics that I've made up still hold for first place teams having the fewest number of box and last did, place where where did the the dodgers rank in box in the regular season in 2020 and again it's a 60 game season it's a small sample yeah. in the regular well, season the dodgers did not at all they did not balk at all so Ooh. yes but they had two in the playoffs okay and you think that that's why they won in the playoffs was the two blocks um i don't think it's appropriate for me to tell you why i think they won <laughs> did, you think, <laughs> did you think that they cheated? Did you think that they were uh, they were Houston Astros in disguise? Is that what you think? Sure. Hmm. Interesting. Willis is working on something. I, I know I there's something that is it something that you'll share with us later, or is it something you just don't want to share with us? I I'll share it, and this makes me feel like a horrible person because I feel like Excellent. I should be kind and loving. But when it comes to the Dodgers, I can't be. I refuse to be. I have never had a good experience at Dodger Stadium. I feel we, like it's we, we had we had, we had one good experience. We just didn't let ourselves celebrate until we left. When but how is that a good experience if you have to hide who you are? <laughs> yeah, no, Melissa has an excellent point. Every time yeah. when we go to a Dodger Met game, I am not comfortable decking myself out in Mets gear. Well, like you know, the I best just, experience I've had at a game it. was when I met you guys because that was the only game I've been to where I've had a positive experience and I didn't end up crying in the bathroom alone. <laughs> well, that makes that makes one of us who didn't cry in the bathroom alone <laughs> that game. Uh, it had but, nothing to do with the game itself, uh, but and, no. and you can, you know, that's really kind of you to say. But I, I, I think it's sort of subjective as to whether or not that was a positive experience meeting us at the ballpark. <laughs> you know, if there's anything that was going to drive you to cry, it's probably that. But yeah, I mean, uh, look, we we were at highlighters or something. Yeah, I don't know. We, no, yeah, you might have made a joke about the highlighters, but it was really just highlighter envy because of yeah. the meticulous job Melissa does keeping score, and also, uh, but the the game I'm referring to is in uh, 2015. We were at uh, Game Five of the NLDS. Um, mm -hmm. Melissa kind of talked me into spending, you know. Uh, what, what what seemed for a moment like too much money, and then I I dropped a ridiculous amount of money to go to the World Series, so it really wasn't that much money. But uh, we saw the we saw the Mets uh, advance past those Dodgers, uh, yeah, that so good. that was a good game. And in 2006, I went to all three NLDS games between the Mets and Dodgers, the two at Shea Stadium, wow. and then the uh, the only game because it was a sweep, the only game at Dodger Stadium. I had a ticket to the fourth game, but uh, when it, uh, it it really didn't matter. <laughs> I didn't need that ticket. I got my money back uh, anyway. But I, so so I, I feel like I know where you're going with uh, why the Dodgers won, and uh, I just there's a there's a there's, a, think, there's a karmic transfer that I feel like you're hesitant yeah. to reflect. And I upon. think uh, clearly, as I'm explaining this, I'm doing the exact opposite. But I think when it comes to anything in life even sports, 
the attitude your lowest level people, in this case, the fans have is a direct representation of the highest level people. And while the highest level people may be the ownership, the highest level people to the majority of fans are the people they see on the field and how you carry yourself on the field and how you treat fans and other players is a direct representation of how your fans are going to treat other fans. And I mean, I don't know, some gentle like ribbing is fun every now and then, but when you say some really horrible things to people, it's, it's unacceptable and it makes experiencing Dodger stadium, Dodger fans, Dodger games, well, I'll, I'll tell you the thing that I learned early on about Dodger Stadium. Uh, it's it's fine uh, to root for the other team, provided you spend a little bit of money on your tickets and you don't sit in the cheap seats. Uh, yeah. Down on the field level, there ain't nobody who cares. <laughs> you know, you go up yeah. in the loads, there's, there's people care a little bit, but uh, yeah. but not that much. So, uh, yeah, I think that's what I found. And uh, Larry, with a question in the chat. Uh, the Andy, the Andy Chavez catch game. I was not at that game. I actually had, uh, I had tickets, but I didn't go back to New York for the NLCS. I, 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 had, a, I had a world series ticket for 2006, uh, that I, I would have game, traveled back for. I was at the game before that. I was at game six. Yeah. I, I had a ticket to that game and, uh, my friend Molly used the ticket to that game. So she did see that game, but, Molly. uh, I did not go. Yeah. Well, so she got to at least see the catch, but then also she had suffer through that game. So yeah, the end result of that game. But anyway, uh, so I'm wondering if you think that uh, the, the world series coming right before the passing of Tommy Lasorda, does that factor in in any way? Do you think that that's why they won? And there was uh, they, they, they let old Tommy have uh, one more before uh, he went to the, the big blue heaven as it were. I think, I think that it gives you an internal drive. I don't think it's a direct correlation with winning or losing but i can certainly sure. you know there's an, there's, an old, there's an alternate theory to that which is that they won after he died so maybe he was a jinx what? i thought I, I thought he died after the world series though can oh, you yeah. elaborate on this yeah yeah uh, Dominicus Saxon with this comment. Last time I had a foam finger waved at me was, you know what? Never mind. So thank you, uh, Dominicus Saxon. We appreciate you being in there. Uh, all right. So uh, I think that uh, we've effectively uh, closed the books on 2020 and we are on the verge of a regular 162 game season. Uh, one that the national league will not have the DH, but unless I'm mistaken, do they still have that stupid automatic runner on second base rule for extra innings? Is that that's still in place for this year, but then the DH isn't? Uh, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I don't. I think you're right. But I mean, I hate this one from column A, one from column B. Yeah, I, I, I have long been uh, someone who opposes the DH. I don't like it. But then we had it last year, and I'm like, all right, we'll just have it again this year, and then we'll see about after this if they, you know, it's it's inevitable because it'll be a part of a collective bargaining agreement because yeah. of the amount of the the uh, amount of jobs it creates for you know DHs. Wow. Now, so- I mean, this may be a question that no one has the answer to, which is that why not have it? If I mean, I'm not a, I am not a DH fan forever. I mean, yeah. I, I, I hate DH, but but why not have it if if they have? There it is left? no DH in the NL this year. No, no, there isn't. Oh, there I'm, isn't. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying is there not? 
there, well, there isn't, but I think that there's that automatic runner on second base. Right. And uh, our friend uh, Daniel Beck, uh, our uh, diehard uh, Dodger fan, congratulations on your championship last year, checking in from Japan. So we always appreciate when uh, the uh, the time difference allows for us. I just wanted to tidy up an earlier comment. Uh, Larry says, Philly fan here. My experience has been the cheap seat in all cities of terrible fans. I think that that's uh, accurate. My city has been unfairly maligned because of the Santa incident from 50 years ago. Your city uh, yeah. booed Joe Morgan, too. I mean, come on. Yeah. But, and, and by Joe Morgan, you mean they booed Santa Claus. Uh, Joe Morgan was essentially Santa Claus. So, yeah. you know, I think that, uh, uh, you know, depending uh, on, on on where you were. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've been in uh i i was in the i was in the bleachers at, at yankee stadium once at a game against the mariners and uh ichiro took a took his spot out in the outfield and this drunk dude just gives him the double middle fingers and he was instantly <laughs> tossed from the ballpark wow <laughs> and i was like oh this is this is a this is a and this is like two, this is 20 years ago and i'm like oh okay so this is a different uh a different uh group of bleacher bleacher creatures than i was led to believe because uh, the whole world would buy him a beer if he did that yeah exactly or or at least steinbrenner would have you know and I <laughs> but my experience is often quite different from from yours regardless of where i sit i am and I wouldn't say all the time, but quite consistently targeted because how in the world could a female know anything about baseball? I must only be there to impress a man. Um, well, that's that's honestly what David said when we saw you. Uh, so I didn't realize you had heard him. <laughs> I, I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is, I was, that is. I was impressed. No, no, we were both impressed. We were like, yeah. look at that. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, with uh, some clarification, the reason there's no DH is because the owners want to force the MLBPA to accept extended playoffs. So it's a bargaining chip. Uh, yeah, that actually makes perfect sense. It makes sense. Thank you, DB. Yeah. So the other consistency. Uh, and and, and also, Larry on. wants to know how many times has Melissa been asked to explain the infield fly rule, which is, uh, you know, probably off. I might ask you later in this show to try and explain it to me finally. Um, that's going to be a bad idea. Having <laughs> <laughs> a double day couldn't explain the infield fly rule. Yeah. It's a uh, ridiculous rule. Uh, it is a ridiculous rule. Speaking but, of uh, other ridiculous rules, double headers this year will still be seven innings. Yeah, oh, um, yeah, um, that's another dumb rule. And, it, it, uh, it's it's a dumb rule unless I end up unless I end up attending one, and then I'll be glad that there are only seven innings. No, see, I would love more of that, like more innings. Sure. I love sure. extra inning games. It's yeah, me fun. too. Yeah, I know. I agree. I was... On the other hand, would prefer yeah. a two inning game. My my every time my my <laughs> wife sat through uh, an eighteen inning game at Petco Park with me once, and uh, she's a they, saint. A saint, a keeper. There was a 14th inning stretch, by the way, in case you were wondering. <laughs> but uh, you if you just off beer sales, yeah, because that, that you don't know that you're going to extras when you cut off beer sales, and the they should inning. have opened them up again in the <laughs> as well, at, like line. Yeah. They should open them up at 12, and then at yeah. 15. Yeah, I think that the 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 uh, the decision should have been to open up beer sales, but not hard liquor sales. You know, you can still yeah, let's uh, or maybe just sell light beer. <laughs> well, that's all they sell at the stadium anyway. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. So uh, for for those who don't know and for those that aren't watching the uh, visual version, you'll uh, at least see the color scheme for Melissa and I. And uh, uh, Sal has uh, the black shirt just to match the blackness of his heart. Uh, and look, uh, <laughs> but he's, he's got an orange cup. Oh, uh, I have and, that in and, blue. And, and of course, I have uh, one of my favorite uh, cups oh, yeah. here from 2009, which uh, I... I I let you share uh, when you come over for lunch, but yeah. uh, this cup is so old. It's when uh, City Field still served Pepsi, so that's that's how old it is. The Pepsi uh, became the Coca Cola corner. That's right. So we're all uh, the three of us are all Mets fans, and that's uh, something that we bonded over. And uh, I am uh, always cautiously optimistic in the seasons when I can be optimistic. Uh, there are many seasons where I'm just disgusted. Uh, I'm letting myself be excited about this season. I, I like the additions. I, I, I like owner Steve Cohen. Uh, I like what I've seen in the bits of spring training that I've, that I've caught. And uh, I just, I just want poor Gary Cohen to be allowed back in the studio with Keith and Ron. You know, the fact that oh, they still have yeah. them distanced, you know, and that he's in a separate studio. Yeah. Uh, it's like at some point you got to let the man sit with the, with his, with his brothers, you know, you got to, you got to keep the family together. Let's see. Yep. You have to hypothesize which one of those three do they not trust enough to wear a mask and socially distance that they're all separated because of that one person. Have you thought about it? I have my mm. predictions. Really? Really? Yeah, is this going to be part of who wins the world series, Melissa? Like who's not no, wearing a mask? The, this has gotten know. way more complicated, and that's not part of it. Okay. Um, but I wanted to give each of you the opportunity to talk about uh, the excitement. Uh, uh, Francisco Lindor, by all indications, uh, one obviously on paper a great player, uh, also seems to be a great clubhouse guy, a great teammate. Everybody loves him, uh, and uh, I'm excited to you know excited for any off season where they do anything. And then I think that this was uh, this was the first good off season in quite some time. Uh, because the the most important transaction was the new ownership. Uh, you know, getting rid of the the Wilpon family, I think, is very important for the team going forward. Oh, and yeah. I think the subsequent moves indicated that uh, the true test will be at the trade deadline, where the Mets uh, very often didn't do anything, and when they did do something, it uh, often wasn't very good. You know, the uh, well, we got we got Chris Benson and Victor Sombrano. Oh, <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, but uh, let me uh, let's let's go, ladies first. Sal, your thoughts on Melissa? Your excitement, Melissa. Your excitement for the for the Metsies this year. I think it's the same as it is every year. I'm just excited to watch games. I'm not particularly hopeful of you know a winning season or expecting a losing season. I just, I enjoy watching the games. I enjoy um, watching players grow and as always listening to Keith say ridiculous things. Um, but all of that to me is what make baseball so enjoyable, like all of those things individually. So obviously I would love a winning season and while it does look good, I'm not going to bank on it. First year of new ownership, you really can't expect a complete yeah. turnabout. Well, like you, you you like Keith Hernandez so much because like Keith you're uh, a, a, a proponent of good fundies and uh, oh, I think fundies. that uh, I mean just the word fundies is beautiful. 
Yes. And uh, this year, I, I think that uh, Keith is going to have the uh, non-fungible fundies night. So uh, keep an eye out for that and uh, make sure that uh, you participate if you live in the New York area. Uh, Sal, you've had uh, many, uh, many a good Met season to uh, be excited for and many, 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 many more bad ones. Uh, your thoughts as you look ahead to 2021? I'm a little bit more optimistic than Ms. Weinstein. Uh, I like what I've seen from Pete Alonzo in spring training. His balance is back, and he is not trying to pull everything. He's driving balls to the right center field gap, and that may be because he has some protection behind him now with Dom, but uh, I think he's going to get a lot of fastballs this year, and he's going to drive them into the into the night as they say. So I'm looking for a big offensive year from the Mets. I'm less confident about the pitching staff after DeGrom. I am not a huge Marcus Stroman fan. Taiwan Walker is probably a 500 pitcher. I like what I've seen of Lucchese, but he's never been a regular starter in the big league. So well, yeah, I think that uh, that's often the question. And, uh, you know, uh, Syndergaard could pitch at some point this year, but, uh, you know, you never know after surgery. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, maybe you have him down the stretch, but you can't count on it. And I think that uh, they've got to, they've got to keep close enough for their, uh, their very wealthy owner to open up the checkbook at the trading deadline. And uh, we'll, We'll see where that goes. Who do you think would be available at the trading deadline that might be of help to them? I've noticed that there are five or six top-line shortstops that are available, but you know that position is filled. Lindor yeah. Yeah. is somebody that would be available had he, you know, should he not sign uh, with the Mets? I mean, is there is there a yeah. scenario that they deal him? because they don't want him to be a rental. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's entirely possible that, uh, you know, Daniel was asking online what we think about uh, extending a, a contract. Uh, and I think Lindor is, you know, look, he's about to play his, his play this year with the Mets. Sure. He's been in spring training. I don't think he knows exactly what it's going to be. I think he wants to uh, keep his options open. I think ultimately he does not take a deal uh, and uh, he'll play the season and figure it out. Uh, so if they're in a situation where they can, where they can deal him, you know, look, if they, if, and especially if they're not competitive. Uh, but uh, I don't think that that's the case. I think that uh, they will have a good year and uh I, I don't. Uh, Daniel also felt that Melissa gave the most Mets take ever uh, in terms of uh, I don't let wow. myself get excited. I just watch the games. Uh, so the uh, I, I guess that uh, I don't know. Do either of you feel like uh, Lindor is likely to be extended uh, in this window before the season starts? I, I, I don't think so. Uh, Melissa is shaking her head. No, I don't think I, so. I think I don't. Okay, so wait, Melissa, you go first. You you don't I, think so. I don't think so, but I don't think it has anything to do with willingness to accept a certain monetary amount or anything like that. I think that it's a mixture between him and ownership, and I think it's knowing the history of how this works for other players and other teams and 
spring training, while very slightly indicative, is not a good basis for how your performance is going to be in the regular season. And I think they know that. And they also know how the team dynamics are going to change between spring training and regular season and just between Florida and New York. And I think a smart player and smart ownership are not going to tie them down to anyone who has the potential in the next even five years to become, you know, a different player and also a different person, you know, like a Matt Harvey situation. (laughs) Um, Sure. Yeah, so I think that they're going to hold off not because they're worried about his abilities and not because he's worried about the team, just but just because they're smart and they want to keep their options open. Well, I think everybody, yeah, I think it's more Lindor keeping his options open. We're essentially on the same page. But uh, but uh, Sal, you feel as though uh, they are going to get a deal done. Yeah, I think that they're, I mean, from what I read this morning, they're they're closer than they appear. The average annual value of the contract, they're, they're agreed on that. Where there is disagreement right now is Lindor, I believe, wants a longer term than the Mets have offered. But hey there, Laszlo. But uh, <laughs> Melissa's dog, by the way, everybody, Laszlo is checking in with us. And uh, yeah, I think a deal is going to get done. I really do. I think that Steve Cohen is committed to the long-term future success of the team. And I think Lindor wants to be there. So, But but I think that, that he, yes, he's committed to the future ownership of the team, but he's also one of the more realistic owners in recent memories. Just, I mean. When you say realistic, what, what do you mean by that? I think he understands that things happen off the field that as much as you want to control them, you can't. Sure. I mean, give me an example. I don't know. Cespedes is falling off a horse. <laughs> oh, so it's like, uh, I yeah, think that's, he's, that's peculiar to Cespedes. I don't think Francisco but, Lindor has a history of weird off the field activity. That's no, true, but, but but, but you like, don't know. But, and also, but, you know, Jeff Kent had that in, that injury, like washing his truck. You know, I mean, you, you, like, you, hear, you hear about a lot. You know, there's a lot of that stuff like the that. The guy who fell I, in the shower, I, like the yeah. things you, you can't predict. Open, opening a tomato can. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it was that 2006 season, the Dodgers had a relief pitcher who punched a fan and cut his finger and couldn't pitch. So it's like, you know, you have a lot, you know, sure, you have all that stuff. I, I, Did I you say it was the Dodgers? I believe so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that uh, I remember that correctly. Yeah. It's going back almost 15 years. So uh, uh, no, I um, think I think he's realistic about yeah. what you can expect from a human being who performs baseball as a career. Like yeah. we we keep looking at, at these players like they're invincible, like that they can do whatever they want and not get injured, but also that whatever they do is fine. And yeah. Even if you just look with the, I don't even remember his name because that's how much he means to me, but firing the guy with the the sexual harassment claims. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, sure. take no, sure. what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Take, take no shit from these people. Like, and I think that's going to extend down to the players from, from ownership sure. as well. And I, that's, that's a good thing. Correct. All right. But I think well, that because of ahead. that, it's going to change the dynamic. 
Okay. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's actually uh, dive into these divisions because we're talking so much about the 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 nine Mets, the New York Metropolitans. Uh, let's start with the National League East, and then we'll move on to all the divisions that uh, we don't care that much about. Uh, but uh, I, uh, unlike Melissa, I will be picking the New York Mets to win the NL East and the uh, hot Atlanta Braves to finish second, and then. Uh, some um, varying degrees of disappointment uh, amongst the other teams, uh, except for uh, the Marlins, who I think will thrive in a, a setting where their uh, stadium is limited to only you know ten thousand people in the stands because they usually only draw five thousand. So I think it's actually going to be a banner year for the Miami Marlins, uh, and we will see from there. Uh, but uh, that's that's my one-two pick for that division. Uh, Sal, where are you leaning for the National League East? I am flopping those picks, Christian. Uh, I like the Braves to win it uh, as much as I hate to admit that. But uh, they've got a stacked lineup. They really do. And they've added some pitching. Yeah. And I just – the Mets are – I believe the Mets are going to finish second in that division. And yeah. – I hope, I hope they make the playoffs. But I mean, we'll get to it. But there are there are other teams that have also really stacked up, like the Padres. Yes, you know, who who, who I, I have finishing in a similar a similar situation to the Braves, yeah. and I I believe the uh, Padres and Braves will see each other at some point. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, the Mets could yeah. win ninety games and not make the playoffs, and that yeah. would suck. Yeah, and uh, Sal, you did not disappoint. Daniel, uh, I'm the only one picking the Mets, and and there are there are years where I have not picked the Mets. It, I I don't know which ones they are, but uh, I don't usually pick them. Uh, but uh, I felt good about it this year. I may have last year because it was a short season, and I you I picked figured, you know, last year. Yeah, and I'm like I'm like, well, everybody's going to make the playoffs. Oh wait, no, everybody's going to make the playoffs except the Mets last year. Yeah, uh, and uh, just uh, about that division, Larry. Uh, the with if you're not watching the video version by the way larry has a uh, has a great uh, emoji of him with the philly fanatic and he says last year the phillies had merely had a merely bad bullpen instead of the worst bullpen in 90 years they would have won the division by three or four games um yeah i think that uh i can relate to that and uh you know you've you can certainly see the importance of not just a closer but also middle relief so uh and uh, daniel's got the mets in the east so what uh, well, I, you know, I mean, it's not his division. So, uh, so uh, but uh, to uh, to your point, Sal, uh, you 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 like the Braves despite the fact that you hate the Braves, but uh, you like what they've got. So, Melissa, uh, it seemed like you were not leaning towards the Mets. And uh, what uh, what do you have atop the NL East? The Marlins. Is this going to be because of box? No. Okay. I was I was thinking they were going to be the box, and then I saw the tweets from Daniel earlier, and I was like, I have to change how I calculate winners. And I have created the most useless statistic, <laughs> and I am ready to share it with you. I I hope it's I I hope it's men left in left you know, men left on base after the seventh inning or something like that. Tell us what what is no, your new that's, your that's, new what's your new metric? Okay. It is the amount of sack bunts by the team plus the amount of sack flies by the team. 
and all of that, because it's in parentheses for my yeah. math nerds out there, divided okay. by total number of walks. <laughs> and uh, for our, our visual listener, welcome, listeners, Daniel. Daniel's got a, a triple uh, laugh emoji here. But wait, I, I took it a step further. Last year, the division winners, um, that wait, Melissa, metric uh, that I just uh, gave you. In my ear. Bill James called. He wants his bullshit stats back. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, so, so, so to talk about what the division winners, what did, does this okay. apply to last year's division winners? You're, yes. you're, uh, and look, uh, obviously I'm not a member of the, of the tribe, but I feel like I can borrow the phrase that this is a real Fakakta theory of yours, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> how dare you assume that I have not thought this out and carefully. <laughs> oh, no, I know you have, I know you have. That's what's great about it. You didn't come up with this two seconds before. We went there. No, it was two hours before. Two hours. No, you spent the year. I'll give you the year. Because I was thinking, box is so dependent on a pitcher. Yes. We need to have some batting statistics in there. So mm -hmm. I picked two things that don't matter, like box. Okay. Made matter. So what I did after I calculated it with the uh, sack bunts plus sack flies divided by the box, Is I looked at. It needs a name. Uh, I am open to suggestions. Okay, like you know what I'm saying, like OPS. Yeah. It needs yeah. a name. Like if you're if you're watching live, uh, give us a comment or you can tweet us at Blackcast B L A T. Let just call it the Melissa average. Melissa is such a common name. I will not accept that. Okay. Laszlo's. <laughs> the Laszlo's. Oh, my little baby. Like Laszlo that. is like All right. So I want uh, you to uh, ex explain how your theory applies to this first division that we're covering, the National League East. So I compared it to last year and determined that you're going to laugh, but the first place team totaled somewhere in between above 3.5 for that calculation or below 19, which I understand seems like a big range. But if you look at all of them, there are quite a few that are outside and the number obviously varies based on division because of the teams and numbers because it's math. So I calculated it for this year just based on the spring training numbers. So number of box sack bunts and sack flies that have taken place in spring training. And based on that, in the NL East, three teams calculated as one, which means there would be a three-way tie for first, which we cannot have because this is math. Uh, but that tie would be the Braves, Phillies, and Marlins. But then I took, to do the tiebreaker, I did their 2021 totals um, and divided it by what is that number? They're 2020 totals. And the team with the number closest to 3.5, which was the low end of the threshold based on the 2020 season, is my winner. And the Marlins had a four. Did you do this for the Oscars? Ew, <laughs> no. Why would I waste my time on that? Well, there could be, there could be money involved. 
Uvular Scrimshaw says sack bunts slash sorry sack bunts plus sack flies divided by boxes. The Melissa Wine Index. I'll take it. And also, that is your Twitter name. I am so pleased with the the proper use of parentheses. The little math nerd in me loves it. Yeah, and Dominica Saxon makes the point. I thought we were talking about ribs. Yeah, why don't we focus it on ribs? That's a great. Yeah, all right. Just gonna say that. So uh, Melissa with the Miami Marlins, uh, uh, aka, aka the well, then you can ribs all you want. Yeah, well, you know, we can we can get you some ribs during the season. We'll we'll find we'll find time. We could go to we could go to Doctor Hogly Wogly. We could go to Mom's house. You know, I mean, there's we could get the fried ribs at Mom's house uh, in Van Nuys. So there's no oh, shortage. It's so of good there, right? So good. we love that place. Uh, it's uh, the the uh, the best advertising I've ever seen on a on a bus stop ad is uh, Mom's house, and Ooh, Mom. uh, they do not. Mom's yeah. house does not disappoint. Um, yeah. Uh, in any case, uh, let's move it along to the National League West. I don't know what the time difference is in uh, Japan, but uh, just in case Daniel needs to go to bed sometime soon, uh, it's uh, Melissa, it's. I'm gonna... Melissa, you were saying you've had Mom's house in Van yeah, Nuys, right? We did yeah. take out a couple months ago. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, I have? literally saw an ad for it uh, at a bus stop. We were at a red light. And uh, that did not disappoint. I don't remember um, what I got, but it was we'll, delicious. We'll send them this okay. this uh, this clip and see if it can get us a free order of collard greens or something. Because uh, you know that's all I need. Yeah, I got uh, so, another loyalty card. You you already filled up your loyalty card. Well, I have to get another punch on my loyalty yeah. card. I only have oh, another one. punch. Uh, yeah. And Daniel points out it's 6.35 a.m. in Japan right now. Oh. So uh, good morning. Yeah. Thanks for uh, rising and shining with us. So, uh, yeah, you're going to have to start the whole day. So uh, the National League West, uh, I will again pick the Los Angeles Dodgers like I do every year for this division because there is no reason to pick anyone else. I know I know that there's some Padre love in one of the uh, one of the rectangles here. I have them finishing second, not a particularly close second, but a uh, good enough for uh, the being the other uh, recipient of the wild card game against the hot Atlanta Braves. And we'll talk about the uh, NL Central, but it's there's always a little bit of like why but we will talk about <laughs> central uh and uh look i think that uh, the dodgers didn't get worse in the offseason i i think that the amount of that contract for trevor bauer is insane for a guy who had the one good short season and some decent seasons but uh i you know it, because of the opt-out it's 80 million dollars for two years Dodgers have that kind of money because if you take a look, you know, they're having fans in the stadium uh, for opening day. The top deck is selling for $85 a ticket. So yeah, the Dodgers uh, can, uh, can throw their money around if they want to. They For the top deck. Yeah. Not, not, you know, that's the top deck, not the upper level. It's that. Yeah. yeah, That's $85. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah, a comparable seat at Angel Stadium is sixteen dollars. So uh, I think I know if I'm going to go to a game, I know where I'm going to go. But by the the Mets are going to play the Dodgers in August, and I think by then that they'll be uh, they'll be selling a lot more seats, and they're going to have to lower that eighty five dollar price tag. What to eighty with my yeah. twenty five dollar 
Seventy nine ninety nine. But a Dodger Stadium for two people for less than about two hundred and fifty bucks, and plus yeah. you're going to be stuck in traffic. So, yeah. Um, but uh, you know what? The traffic might be. You know, the the capacity will be limited. And uh, yeah, Larry says the Dodgers are still legit scary. Absolutely. Oh. Points out. I'm not really going out on a limb here with the Dodgers. When, um, when he says scary, does he mean like, oh, they're so good, they're scary, or like they yeah, exist? They are good. I've been watching. Oh no, I think been... scary, like they're. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll they're we'll get to that in a moment. But I, I think that it's a notoriously weak division. Uh, there's a lot to beat up on uh, the giants and the Rockies. And, you yeah. know, I mean, the Rockies I think that the way their best player. Yeah, right. Exactly. So the, the, the Rockies are nowhere near what they were. So uh, it, it's not much of a, it's not much of a hot take, uh, but uh, I'm going to ask uh, Sal, your thoughts on the NL West. I believe the Dodgers are going to win it comfortably, as you said. The Padres are going to be a very strong second. Uh, they have a lot of great players, and they've added a lot of good players. Um, I am not wholly confident in Hugh Darvish as the number one starter. Uh, no, no one, no one should be. No one should be. Sheriff. <laughs> uh, getting shelled in spring training. So, you know, and San Diego always has an inferiority complex sent to uh, Los Angeles and it's well-deserved. You ever been to San Diego? It's nice, but I love, I love San Diego. Yeah. It's a, it's a wonderful nice. place to visit, like but it's the kids. Yeah. But you know, there, there's regardless of the pitching matchup, uh, a Padres game is always like the eighth best thing you can do on a night there. You know, there's always, there's always, you know, there's always way more appealing things uh, for people there. Uh, So Melissa, are you picking your Padres to win that division? And if so, is it going to be part of the Melissa Wines indexed or uh, what are your thoughts on this division? I think the Padres will be a close second to the Giants. Sorry. Okay. Now, look, I know you've uh, had like a stressful year, you know, planning and unplanning and replanning a wedding. And um, you are married, right? You're living in sin. Yes, we're, we are married. We just didn't have yeah, a wedding. But, right. Yeah. Okay. Which that's the best way to do it. <laughs> that, is, that is the best way to do it. Although Christian's wedding was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you. Thank you for saying well, that. Yeah. Um, so, I'm wrestling at a wedding, but she pulled it off. <laughs> Hey, you know, uh, it's, uh, I wanted to do jello wrestling, but, uh, that was the, well, that uh, would have been, that would have been low class. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but we had, it's a whole different animal. It would have distracted from the fact that, uh, we were serving jello and jello for the dessert course. All right. So Melissa, this, this pick of the giants to win the NL West, uh, mm-hmm. which, uh, again, resulted in the three laugh emojis from Daniel Beck, um, who, by the way, also said the Rockies will lose 100-plus games. I don't doubt it. Ooh, I don't uh, doubt it. Yeah. But uh, what is it yeah. based on, your your interpretation? You're reading the 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 uh, the Lou Seal. That's their mascot. The Lou Seal tea leaves. Uh, what, te- yes. what leads you to the Giants? Um, my Melissa Wine Index has calculated a four-way tie so we tiebreaker calculated it. 
and uh, the Giants are in a strong first with the Dodgers in fourth. So name, name a Giants pitcher. Ah, too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does Tim Lincecum still play? Ah, uh, no, no, he does not. No, <laughs> I don't think I've watched a Giants game in years. I, I do think Buster Posey is still on their roster, though. Well, I'm is he though? Because sure. he opted. Well, at first, he's not a pitcher, but he opted out last year. Is he back this year? Yeah, I think he is back yes. this year. Okay. But I could be wrong. Uh, I, I'm not. Uh, no, and and. and so, uh, so wait, so part of the, there's this four-way tie. So the, the D-backs are not part of the tie. Is that what happened? It's everybody else in the division? Correct, because <laughs> they only have, oh, here's math. Okay. They have the lowest combined number of sack bunts and sack flies. So they're, that amount divided by the box puts them, lower than all the other ones and all the other ones you're talking about the d-backs now right oh no he they are tied my bad i forgot okay. that four is above three and a half yes and daniel confirms oh wait that's not the one daniel confirms that uh buster posey is back oh, good. thank you daniel okay. uh all right well um <clears throat> i think that uh it's an interesting choice uh i can uh say that that uh, is not how that division will play out before even one pitch is thrown uh if you if you had rooted for your, if you'd rooted for your padres i would have at least understood where you were coming from i said second play uh, i know i know uh and so then let's uh, take a moment and talk about the uh, nl central uh i i am usually blindsided uh sometimes blind with rage when it comes to this division. But uh, let me ask you first, uh, Sal, yes, David, what do you see for the NL central this year? Well, I think I see the Cardinals. Uh, they could use another frontline starter, which maybe they'll pick up at the all-star break should, uh, or the trading deadline should that, uh, should they need one. But I think the combination of Arenado and Goldschmidt is going to hit, a lot of doubles and home runs and look for a lot of slugging during the long, hot summer in St. Louis. Yeah. So I think what you're trying to say is that uh, they're going to be hitting a lot of dongs in St. Louis. I think that's what you were trying to not say. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, you know, it's like, it depends on the year as to uh, who I have more white hot hatred for the Cardinals or the Cubs and the Cubs. Once they won the world series, it was kind of over uh, seeing a Cubs game is at least more fun than going to a Cardinals game. But uh, I I'm with you on the, on the Cardinals uh, for the, the additions that you're talking about. And again, another week division. I mean, there's, there's, there are some teams to beat up on in there. I do think that the, the brewers are actually, you know, the, they have been, uh, much better of late. I just don't see them winning the division. They are no. they're somebody that I could see having a dark horse run that you know and and uh, snatching a, a wild card berth away. Yeah, Yelich could, could have another MVP season, and they yeah. could not make the playoffs. Right, exactly. Uh, what about you, Melissa, for the uh, NL Central? I wish that my statistic was different, but it tells me that the Reds are going to win. And I have to go with it. I can't ignore my own statistics. No, no, so. I, 
Melissa, I think your statistics are weird, but I admire your commitment to them. I, I do. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I do love your dedication to them. Uh, and uh, Larry's a uh, oof trash division. F the cards forever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think sounds like sounds like Larry's still uh, a little upset about Scott Rowland, but I get it. I, I you know, I, I, I hear you. Uh, I, I, you're not going to you, you will never uh, hear me say anything uh, disparaging someone's hatred for the Cardinals. All right. So the Reds. Uh, Joey Votto still on that team? Who yes, knows? he is. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, I love, I love the way that Melissa takes the most obscure things and turns them into a frontline stat, but yet their best player? I don't know. <laughs> it, but is he still their best player, or is he just their best red. known player? Name another red. Um, Marge shot. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So, uh, sorry. Are there? Uh, and, and oh, Daniel uh, with another uh, hot take for losses. Pirates will lose 110 plus. Wow. Uh, you know they have such a pretty ballpark. Uh, oh, yeah. I got, I got, no, I got no hate for the Buckos, but uh, they're not. Like Todd team. Frazier signed a minor league deal with them today. So, all right, that's fair. <laughs> He's, um, he has cute kids on Instagram. He posts a lot of real cute stories about his kids. Well, obviously he's going to be MVP then. So uh, no, that's so, not a statistic. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, you know that that was just crazy talk for me. All right, so tell us uh, what do you need to tell us about the Reds? You know what is the what is the Melissa Wine Index uh, for the Reds? Uh, is it? Well. Uh, is it uh, skyline divided by chili? Uh, well, they plus were tied. Shredded cheese and onions. Oh, you ever they were tied food? with. Yeah, we have we have cans of skyline chili in the house. Yeah, oh, we, uh, oh. we. I love it. It's like tomato soup. Tomato soup is delicious. First of all, I, I love tomato soup. Tomato soup is delicious, but chili that tastes like tomato soup when it's supposed to be chili. No, it's 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 very sweet skyline chili. I love skyline yeah, I mean, chili. You, you, chili, yeah. chili, we can get good here. We can go to Chili John's. Christian doesn't like it; it upsets his sensitive stomach. So. No, that's why that's why somebody can't go to Gus's Fried Chicken anymore. So if we're hey hey hey, we're talking about you. <laughs> yeah, I I can still go to Gus's Fried Chicken anytime I want, and they gave me free pie the last time I went. Oh, anyway, yeah. Melissa. <laughs> Yeah. So oh. what do you want to say about chili or the Reds? Either one. <laughs> well, based on the Melissa Wine Index, the Reds and the Cardinals would be tied to win the division. But with the tiebreaker, it is very clearly the Reds. The tiebreaker puts them at a 3.9, whereas the uh, the Cardinals would be at a 0.56. Just right. miserable. Look, you're you're not getting these kind of stats anywhere else. And uh, yes, you have the scrimshaw, uh, the skyline. Yeah. If you have it a three way or a five way, uh, you do want it on spaghetti. Uh, I do serve it as a chili dog often, but uh, I still you have can. nightmares from a five way I had in Cincinnati. <laughs> With oh hard shot, by the way. <laughs> All right. So uh, I've already said that uh, we won't do the playoffs at the moment, but uh, I, I've, I've, we've gone through the ranking. Uh, oh no, I guess we, you know, we've done the, we've done all three divisions, so we might yeah. as well uh, follow it logically forward. 
I have the uh, Padres and the uh, Braves uh, in the wild card game. So let's uh, let's go through that. Uh, what do you have in terms of the National League playoffs, Melissa? If starting with the wild card game and uh, through the, uh, the the league championship series, and we'll do World Series at the end. Oh my God, I'm not prepared for that. Um, <laughs> do you, that's going to take more math and comparison. Do you want to just base it on the teams that you think might be the best, or do you want to do some more math? Well, that is a ridiculous it? question to ask. <laughs> okay, that is me. that is a preposterous question. <laughs> uh, would you like to crunch the numbers, and uh, I I will uh, I'll let uh, Sal go first. Yeah. Yes, please. Melissa, okay, and then and then and then and then I'll go, and then I'll have you go last. Because you're Let's the girl. See. Well, no, I'll have you go last so that you can do the numbers. That's that's why. All right. So, what do you have, uh, Sal? Well, I have the Braves uh, finishing first. I have the Cardinals finishing first. I like the Padres and uh, our New York Mets to be in the playoff game, uh, the wild card game. See, I'm going to have to go with the Padres on that. I, you know, as a Met fan. Um, I just, I think they could, they can make the playoffs, but I just don't think they have the, you know, the, uh, the stones, so to speak. Yeah. Look, I, I, I get that. So, uh, you have the, yeah. And the, the wildcard game that they were in, uh, in 2016, uh, did not go well, uh, because, They wanted to help Madison Bumgarner keep his pitch count low. Uh, so well done. Uh, good job. Don't bunt at anything. Uh, you know, don't, uh, don't, don't, don't try, try and make a work. Don't try and win. Yeah, don't try and win. Uh, so then you have the Padres and, uh, well, I'll let, I'll let you figure out what your seating is. Uh, I was well, about well. to do it, but, uh, well, then uh, then and uh, let's see. So uh, Daniel wants to know, you don't have DeGrom winning the wild card game. I mean, you'd have to line they it up lose, so that he can pitch can that lose, game. They can lose that game three to two. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's uh, – yeah, yeah, I mean. DeGrom could go eight, give up one run. They'll bring in Edwin Diaz, and the show's over. So. <laughs> they'll lose by seven, yeah. 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 Uh, all right. So uh, what is your uh, – what's your seating for the National League playoffs? Well, I would say uh, Dodgers number one, Braves number two, Cardinals number three, and Padres number four. So we're going to see a Dodger-Padre series, yep. I would think, which will be great for baseball. Um, Dodgers will take that. We'll see a, a Braves-Cardinals series. Cardinals will take that, I believe. Uh, I don't think Freddie Freeman's going to win the MVP again. Um, no. They, the the Braves have some great players. Sure, they do. I'm they. I don't think they've got the pitching. I just don't think they do. In other words, who's the Braves closer? Who's the Braves number one starter? Chief Nakahoma, I believe, is their closer. Yeah, he's. Uh, they can't. They can't use him as a. They can't use him as a mascot. So they uh, signed him uh, to close out games. Chief Nakahoma. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, uh, we have, uh, some similar similarities in there. Uh, I would see the, uh, cause I have the, the Padres 
winning the wild card game, but I have them winning it against the Braves. So I have them matched up against the Dodgers and then exiting in that round against the Dodgers. That's again, a little bit of a no brainer. Uh, and then uh, Mets and Cardinals doesn't usually go the way that I want it to, but uh, glutton for punishment. I'm going to go ahead and uh, pick the Mets to beat the Cardinals. However, I will not pick the Mets to beat the Dodgers. And uh, I would have the Dodgers beat the Mets in the year 2021. Uh, if this was the year 2006, I would not, and I would be right, <laughs> but, uh, I don't, I don't see it. I think that, uh, I, I think it, it's, it would be pretty tight. I think that there, you know, this depends on what happens with the Mets pitching throughout the year, but I don't see them beating the Dodgers. So, no. uh, I would see the Dodgers returning to the fall classic, Melissa, how are you doing in terms of tabulating your National League playoffs at this point? Uh, is it, uh, it, it, it it's uh, <laughs> Dodger Stadium should serve spaghetti, says Dominica Saxon. In, in honor of Tommy Lasorda, they should certainly serve spaghetti there. They should serve ziti. Yeah, that's true. And, they roast, and roasted peppers. Yeah. All right. So, Melissa, what have you got for your National League playoffs? Stress. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, give me one second. I'm double checking. Um, so that would be, oh my God, this is a terrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) Live, uh, live math or your stats in general. Well, Um, it's always a good, um, a good point to let people know that, uh, this segment of the show is brought to you by old style. Hey, you can get it in a can now. Um, 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 stressful, stressful, stressful. Okay. Um, Melissa, why don't you drop by the bar after the game? This is terrifying. Okay. Wait, sorry. You can, this is an important question. Larry, uh, never been to Dodger Stadium, but the Dodger dogs as bad as people say. Yes. The Dodger dogs are awful. However, my husband would disagree. The all beef Dodger dog is fantastic. Yes. The, the standard exactly. Dodger dog, the standard Dodger dog is disgusting. It's uh, it's every sure. bit as edible. It's every bit as limp as you would think it would be. And uh, um, don't they have Nathan's hot dogs at Yankee Stadium? Mm, I don't know. I I actually have never been to the new Yankee Stadium, uh, which is now like twelve years old. I've never been to that stadium, so I don't know what they serve there. Uh, I know at City Field they serve Nathan's. Uh, and back Larry, in what about, uh, Larry, weigh in on Philly Franks if you're out there. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think that the the super, I think that's the super Dodger dog is the all beef. It's it's an extra dollar. It's an extra dollar, and it is well worth it. I mean, I think that uh, yeah, Larry's uh, all beef got it. But let us know about the Philly Franks. Um, you know, uh, the uh, the Fenway Franks also not very good. They're basically served on like stale white bread. I was not impressed by those, uh, but Boston and food don't exactly go together. I, I, I'm trying to think of the example that disproves that. And uh, I, I guess, you know, I guess unless you, you get some uh, New England clam chowder uh, <laughs> while you're there at the ball game. A three course meal at Fenway Park is two handfuls of peanuts and a uh, we, lo- okay. we lost you. We lost you at the punchline of your joke. You said a three-course meal is two handful, two handfuls of peanuts, and then you blipped out. And beer. 
Yeah, and two handfuls of peanuts and a pitcher of uh, Sam Adams summer ale. I agree with you on that. All right, Melissa, let's uh, let's uh, let Melissa crunch the numbers on the National League playoffs. Yeah. Okay. So, in the wild card, I have Padres beating the Braves. They will go on to play the Marlins. The Marlins will win. The Giants and the Reds will play, and the Reds will win. And let's see, Marlins and Reds. This is my last calculation. Oh, it's close. We've got a four <laughs> and a three point nine two. Well, I guess your we're gonna have to go with the Marlins. Your your dog is like, wait a minute. So we're talking the about National we're talking National about the, the Reds and the Giants of the National League playoffs. Oh, he just laid down. He's he doesn't care. Okay, yeah. good. Um, oh, oh no, he's up again. Okay. So who's advancing to the World Series in the in your National League bracket, Melissa? That would be uh, Marlins beating the Reds. I, I I mean, for the for fans of the American League team, that would be amazing because they would be able to attend World Series games uh, fairly cheaply and then be able to hit South Beach afterwards. Uh, Larry says, Hatfield Philly Franks are perfectly good hot dogs. No complaints. I have had them. They are pretty good. Uh, in Baltimore, I remember they used to serve. I don't know if they still serve SK, but uh, those they were do. very plump. And uh, I enjoy those. So those are good dogs. Um, what, what about the cheesesteaks at, uh, at Liberty Financial, whatever they call it down in Citizens Philly. Bank Park? Citizens, Citizens Bank Citizens Park. Um, I've, had the, I've had the crab fries there, Chickie and Pete's, but uh, I, d- I didn't get a cheesesteak there. I just. You got crab like, fries in Philadelphia? The, it's, it's close it's, enough to Baltimore. No, it's different. How it's just the salt. You just put Old Bay on it. How can it you be just different? put Old Bay seasoning on your fries? It's fine. I can buy Old Bay at Vons. Yeah. yeah, we have it right there. Yeah. It's delicious. And I mean, uh, Dominica Saxon says the only dogs I eat are Hebrew National, and that's because they answer to a higher authority. Uh, so uh, that says that what they always told us. How do you get uh, Hebrew National in Idaho? For Christ's sake. <laughs> sell them at the supermarket. I mean, you can get them. You can get them at Costco. I drove through Idaho. I would double the Jewish population. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that that's that that's wrong. Uh, let's see. And uh, apparently, they sell chicken pizza at the Viking Stadium. Uh, and, uh, so. Uh, chicken pizza is an institution. Look, I, I you, you don't got to convince me. I enjoyed it. It was uh, something that my wife and I talked about uh, for for a while. Uh, and Dominica Saxon has a dog guy. He brings <laughs> it, he he runs hot dogs into the state. So that actually hot dogs out of the trunk of his car. Yeah, yeah they fell off. They fell off the back of the uh, the Safeway truck. Uh, give you give you a deal on them. All right. So uh, let's see. I have the Dodgers going to the World Series. Uh, I believe Melissa has the Washington Generals going to the World Series. And, uh, David, what did you pick? Uh, do, do, do you have the Dodgers or do you have the Braves? Yes, I, have, I have the Dodgers. Yes. Yeah, you have the Dodgers. All right. So this is a this is a very uh, Daniel Beck friendly segment. Uh, we have uh, well two, well two thirds friendly, and he's gotten some good laughs out of. Uh, uh, but uh, we all appreciate the dedication that Melissa puts in. All Thank right, uh, let's talk about about the American League, and we'll go in the same order of divisions that we did. Uh, we'll go with the American League East. And um, Melissa, I, I keep trying to let you go first, but there's always uh, math going on, and then there seem to be some dog attacks going on at the same time from, uh, from Laszlo. 
So uh, what do you think when you, Melissa, look at the American League East? Well, this is going to be everybody's pick. I can just sense it. The Orioles. Yeah. Because I've learned, I'm like, well, what's the least likely team to pick? Oh, it's definitely the exactly. Orioles. Yeah, I can just um, see Matt Harvey pitching the second game of the World Series. He is drawing a shutout. <laughs> um, All right, so is it this is based on your index, the uh, or, or is yeah. it the the sales of SK hot dogs as referenced earlier? So it's uh, based on the index, um, and that would. They tied for first in their division with the Red Sox, but after a tiebreaker, they are ever so slightly ahead, like less than two-tenths ahead of the Red Sox. So based on the science that I've created and refuse to ignore, the Orioles will win the division. Where do you Uh, have the Yankees in that division? Where are the Yankees in here? That's a great question. So Where are the Yankees? Okay, so... And and what about the Buffalo Blue Jays? Uh, where are where? I assume they're playing in Buffalo again because they can't so possibly. The in Toronto. Blue Jays, Rays, and Yankees don't even uh, make the the list because their total number of spring training box is zero. And for all <laughs> you math people out there, you know anything divided by zero is undefined. The teams are undefined. <laughs> and yet your picks are so well defined. Laszlo agrees with me. Look how much he loves my picks. I'm, 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 I'm sure he does. Uh, I uh, I have uh, pretty strong feelings against uh, the New York Yankees as a as a personal standpoint, but so they're uh, undefined I, to you. They well, yeah, but they're fairly well defined in that uh, it, it's it's uh, it's not much of a roll of the dice to pick them to win the division, uh, and uh, I see the uh, the uh, the Buffalo Syracuse Blue Jays uh, somehow uh, winning enough games to uh, uh, f- finish ahead of Melissa's Rays. Uh, what do you think when you look at the AL East, Sal? I'm looking Yankees. And then I'm looking at a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> I think that's uh, probably yeah. accurate. You got the Red Sox. <sighs> I mean, they, they've yeah. given away everybody. Except yeah. You got the Blue Jays, who are probably going to finish second. They've got some really yeah, great I young so. talent. Uh, they need pitching. I mean, they're going to finish probably about five games over 500. You know, and then Tampa Bay. Gave away their best pitcher. Uh, you know, I I think that, you know, the money ball thing, you know, the concept, it works, but it doesn't win championships. No, I mean, <clears throat> the, that, the, the book and movie Moneyball says it all. It's like the you know you see it work your team gets really good but your your movie culminates with them having a 20 game win streak not even advancing to the second round of the playoffs because it like yeah. it works it'll win you games but it doesn't right. win you championships it, yeah, win, it, wins, it wins you the press conference because you can That's sit true. there and say look what we did we spent yeah. $15.88 and we made it to the playoffs. Yeah. Well, and then the, yeah, it, it's also like when you would get partial credit for showing your work on tests, you know, it's like, yeah, you showed your work. So we're going to round up a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
So yeah, I I agree with that. Uh, I think that the 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 Yankees uh, show no uh, lack of willingness to uh, continue to throw money in any problems that develop during the year. Uh, so I'm not that worried about it. Uh, let's uh, deviate for this hot take from Larry. The cheesesteaks are great, but a Philly secret is that they're pretty much good everywhere. I've never been able to tell much of a difference. Now what that your, might get you kicked out of the city of brotherly love. What, what um, is your go-to cheesesteak, Larry? If you had, yeah, if I, there was one cheesesteak left for you to eat, and then you would leave this planet, where would you eat? Would it be Jim's Steaks? Would it be Gino's? Would it be Pat's? Would it be somewhere that we've never heard of? Just let us know. Uh, all right. So, uh, Sal, I'm going to let you go first for the uh, AL West. What are your thoughts for the American League West? I'm sorry, Christian. You uh, you froze. Are you talking to me? Yes. I would like your picks for the American League West. Nasty division. Uh, I'm going to say Oakland, because of Moneyball. And uh, the rest, you know, throw them up in the air, and whichever way they land on the floor, that's probably the way they're going to finish. That's fair. Um, I, uh, I, I Coming out of the American League West. This is a great answer uh, from Larry to your question. The cheesesteak closest to my house is uh, the one that he would get. So, uh, yeah. And look, I mean, I, I, I had a, a, you know, much like uh, Sal is a distinguished uh, alumni of Penn. Uh, I had a friend who went there. And when I went to visit her, uh, we just like got cheesesteaks from like a little cart, like just a street cart. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. So, yeah, they are they are always good, but there are definitely your hierarchy. And for those of us who make a special trip there, uh, we probably should do more than eat at Pat's, but it's so close no, to. You can do so much better. Pat's and Geno's yep. are like the the tourist trap cheese sticks. Well, look at this though: provolone, easy on the onions. Cheese whizzes for dummies. Larry, I knew I liked you yes, because provolone. When we, yes. Yeah, when uh, when Sal and I eat at Philly's Best in uh, beautiful Burbank, California, I always go provolone. I do a hold the onions. That's just me. No, not the one in Burbank. Oh, good. No, don't talk like that. No, 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 no. No, we won't have Sal and I won't have anywhere to eat lunch anymore because, as we already established, he can't eat Gus's fried chicken anymore. <laughs> uh, hold that over my head, just because I am. Just because I don't want to spend the afternoon on the toilet. I mean, why would lovely. that afternoon be different than any other afternoon? This you know, what's is really the lovely. Yeah. Uh, Pats and Geno's are for tourists. Look, I keep making the point about Pats. Mm. It's really close to the stadium. It's right there. So that's why I go there. I'm sure, All right. I'm sure that there's any number of yeah. South. If you just get off the uh, the Philadelphia, what is it? The Market Frankfurt line that goes to the stadium? I don't, I don't, I'm, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, uh, I don't take mass transit. I drive a car when I go to the stadium. What, in Philly? In yeah, Philly? Of course. Subway. But if you got off one stop. Crazy? You think I'm going to take my family on the subway in Philadelphia? No, thank you. Oh, please. It's not the New York City subway. It's like the monorail at Disneyland. <laughs> um. So uh, you have, you picked the A's. Uh, I, yes. that's, uh, that's a great pick. I love the A's. What do you think, Melissa? The A's. There's agreement. There um, is. This is brand new. And I didn't. I didn't crunch anything. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> except for a nice bag of a nice bag of wise cheese doodles from <laughs> Philly's best. Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, look, in all likelihood, uh, the Astros will probably win again. But uh, my official pick is going to continue to be the A's. And look at this. This is the oh. one division we've all agreed on, maybe for very different reasons. Crazy. But, uh, uh, it, what, uh, what do your statistics tell you about the A's uh, leading this division? Uh, well... Oh my God, Laszlo, you are insane. That's all right. Um, well, while you look that up, I'll uh, we'll tidy up. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Larry says Market Frankfurt is East West. The Broad Street line is for the stadiums, and Daniel Beck says anyone but the cheating Astros, and he's used the asterisk for the Astros because we know that that is a bad word. There was a message from Larry about the he was correcting my subway. Can we go well, back? I just said, I, I yeah, maybe maybe you uh, you fritzed out when I showed it, but yes, we oh, did okay. show that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, thank you. Yeah, the broad street line. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Melissa, years. what are what are your uh, statistics uh, tell you that uh, have so, the A's being the AL West? I did mention that the uh, calculation was for what I was putting it based on twenty twenty finished in first place. It would be greater than three and a half, but less than 19. And this year, based on spring training alone, the A's, their Melissa Wine Index is 13, which, I mean, is just beautiful. It's just right there. So uh, based on that alone, and that would be based on the fact that they have 13 sack flies, zero bunts. So 13 plus zero would be 13. And one balk. 13 divided by one is 13. 13. So their Melissa wine index for spring training is 13. But if we go back and look at it for last year, because I did in fact calculate it, it was 19. So, um, and they were first in the division last year. So they are the reason that we have that high end on the, uh, on next the two year, ends of the spectrum. Year, Melissa, we're going to make you show your work on screen. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That. There is a share screen function where uh, yeah. we can do that. I've got you my get spreadsheet a power- we can get a PowerPoint presentation. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Let's move it to uh, the uh, American League Central. Uh, I have uh, always uh, had a soft spot for the Twinkies, and uh, I will continue to have a soft spot for the Twinkies, uh, even when it is perhaps undeservedly so. I do think that that uh, will be a good team this season. Uh, and I've got the uh, I've got the White Sox finishing second, which is uh, relevant uh, as we advance along. Uh, Sal, what do you have for the AL Central? Well, now, those are the two teams I have. I have them in the reverse order. I believe the Pale Hose have arrived, and uh, I believe they will take that division with the Twinkies finishing a close second. All right. So, Melissa, what do we have for the White Sox? Look at you. And that would be because all of the other teams, all the other four, oh my God, are all undefined because of zeros. He's sitting on my he's sitting on my headphones. Laszlo, this hurts. Laszlo. Uh let's see. Uh Larry says the Twinkies role is to be the Washington Generals to the Yankees every year in the playoffs. Uh it is not wrong. It is definitely not wrong. And uh yeah, until they prove otherwise, uh that is the case. Uh, all right, so let's uh, 
follow through. I'll have you go first, Sal. Yeah. Your playoff matchup and uh, leading to the World Series, but don't actually pick your World Series winner. We'll do that last. So okay. uh, go all the way through the League Championship Series, please. So the wild card will be the Minnesota Twins, probably. And I would say whomever finishes second to the Yankees, I'm going to say Toronto, just because yeah. it's a real, I think it's a, a very weak wild card field in yeah. the American League. So uh, Twins, Blue Jays, I would pick the Twins. And then let's see. So Yankees, uh, White Sox, Oakland. Probably Oakland will play the Twins. And I like Oakland. The White Sox will play the Yankees. Yeah. I like the Yankees. And then the Yankees would play Oakland, and I like the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, so I've got – let's see. Let me follow it through. So I've got the, the Yankees, I've got Oakland, and I've got the Twins. So for the wild card, I've got the White Sox and the Blue Jays. I've got the White Sox mm-hmm. uh, beating the Blue Jays, losing to the Yankees. Uh, I've got the Twins beating the A's. But once again, the Twins losing to the Yankees. The Yankees advance to the World Series. Now, Melissa, what do you have for the American League playoffs? So, uh, wild card, I have Red Sox versus Astros. God, that's a terrible, terrible decision. (laughs) Um, Melissa, it's the decision. You're following the numbers. What's up, Jay? Hey, there's Jay. I see him back they there. They say hi to you. They can see you. He's waving <laughs> no, he's, <laughs> he's like, wait, I'm not camera ready. I'm not ready Laszlo for my close-up, Mr. DeVille. Laszlo was uh, causing some distractions, believe it or not. Okay. Red Sox, Astros. Let's see. Um, where Where is the number? Okay, then that's going to be the Astros. Red Sox, Astros is going to be Astros. Okay. And then, oh, I already wrote that. Wow, I'm so much trouble. Okay. White Sox are going to play the Orioles. And that's going to be uh, the White Sox. Big surprise. Um, and then the Astros are going to play the Rays. And that's going to be terrible idea. Uh, Astros. <laughs> Love the and then uh, Astros, White Sox, and that's going to be. Ah, la, 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 la. You're welcome for the singing. Um, oh, that's going to be White Sox. Okay, so I guess we have a, a White Sox Marlins World Series, which seems totally normal. Yeah, that, there's nothing uh, out of the ordinary there. Well, we'll start with you, Melissa, because you finished. Layout, right? So uh, who uh, who becomes our 2021 World Series champ? Is it the Miami Marlins or is it the Chicago White Sox, the Chicago Garbage Salads? The Garbage Salad, Gene and Georgia. 10-4, hold on. 10-4. <laughs> no, I'm reading numbers. Oh, just a quick uh, comment from Dominica Saxon. Speaking of cheesesteaks, the subway at the corner of Juniper and Commerce doesn't mean one. I'd uh, rather lick the sidewalk than eat a subway cheesesteak. 
Well, I uh, think that their bread is made from old tires, uh, unless oh, I'm that's disgusting. Uh, Uvula also uh, says, "Could you just change the denominator to box plus one?" No, that's that's way less fun than this. That would be like the Melissa wine plus one index, and that's just a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so based on that, White Sox versus Marlins, the Marlins will win. So you know, totally, totally likely, and. Uh, Sal, I think we have the same World Series, right? You have the the Yankees versus the Doyers. I have the Yankees versus the Dodgers. And uh, who's your champ? I have the Dodgers repeating, Christian. <laughs> I think they're loaded. I I think that they've gotten over the hump. They've gotten the monkey off their back. They know how to win the big one, and they'll win it again. For Tommy. Wow. Uh, I believe that the Dodgers will repeat because there is a very specific scenario. This World Series will go seven. Aroldis Chapman will pitch two innings. He'll pitch the eighth, and he'll cough it up in the ninth, and the Dodgers will win. Uh, if uh, if history, you know, if we don't learn from history, it is doomed to repeat itself. And uh, the Yankees are doomed to continue repeating the same mistakes they always make. Really? Uh, and uh, Aroldis Chapman, it's it's uncanny how hard that guy throws. But when you ask somebody to do something out of the ordinary, uh, it doesn't always go the way you want it to. Uh, Mariano Rivera it was, you know, exceptional sure. in that yeah. role. But even he in 2001 could not be uh, be counted on to go a little further than uh, he was accustomed to. So uh, I, yeah, so that's, so we've, uh, we both got the Dodgers, Daniel, if you haven't had to leave for work yet, there you go. Uh, and of course, Melissa has the, the Marlins. So, uh, of course, so, of course, so, uh, that's good news for Derek Jeter. Uh, and uh, finally, Larry says, honestly, the real Philly sandwich is roast pork, provolone, and broccoli. Rob, what? If broccoli Rob is too strong for you, yes. spinach is instead. Well, I want that sandwich. Where should yeah. I get it? Larry, Salmon, where should I be getting that sandwich? John's at the Reading Terminal Market, right? Beautiful. Uh, and uh, Daniel's excited that he stuck with us all this time and uh, has a day. I think he doesn't take Melissa's Marlins pick very seriously. I don't that think he's... is ridiculous. He only doesn't take it seriously because he's a Dodgers fan. Obviously, that's why <laughs> Obviously, he's not giving that's me the right. credit you know I deserve. Right. Yeah, yeah, that that is absolutely correct. Well, um, I this is always fun to do, and I I love the the new uh, saber metrics that you've uh, brought into brought in, that you've brought <laughs> to this conversation. <laughs> uh, and honestly, I could do the sandwich talk for another hour. Uh, I'm enjoying. Oh, yeah. it. But uh, so thanks to uh, Larry in there. And uh, I do think that uh, the, since he stuck with us the whole show, I do think that the Phillies have a lot of uh, great players on their team. I do think that they're going to be very good this year. Um, I name, just name to, What's that? Name a Philly. Uh, Aaron Too Nola. Too late. <laughs> I, I said, Bryce uh, Harper. yeah, <laughs> thank you. Bryce Harper. Thank you, Melissa. Yeah. Bryce Harper could win the MVP and the Phillies could finish third. Also, the only yeah. the only the only person in a Phillies uniform who matters, the Philly fanatic. That's He's exactly. the only one who matters. You can't there's no, no there's no debating that. Oh, no. Close second would be the guy whose office is in the right field corner. Uh, I, I don't know who that you know what is. I'm about? No, no, I don't. Is, is it, that Philadelphia? Yeah, they uh during one of the games the last two or three years 
the Mets finally realize that there's a little window in the outfield wall. I think it's just to the right of the foul line. Okay. And they were like just shocked that there was an office in there and they spent all this time trying to investigate whose office it was. I think that person, whoever that person is, while maybe, doesn't wear a uniform, is the second best. Maybe you should find a way to work that into your saber metrics. Yeah, but that would for, only be valid for the Phillies. Not everyone has a super cool well, foul if, line. Here's office. the thing: if the Phillies end up in the playoffs, you'll have to consider it when we yeah. resume at the end of September. Uh, so uh, Larry says, "Yep, Reading Terminal Market is good. So is John's Roast Pork near Delaware yeah. Ave. Happy to help." Pork. He does point out Harper and Rail Muto, uh, but uh, Harper was kind of the big one. Uh, and, uh, there we go. All right. So uh, this is always fun to do. And uh, Melissa, you always keep it interesting. You always keep it fun. Uh, and I, I think you're not going to be able to make the trip to Dodger Stadium to see the Mets this year, right? Because you're actually finally having your wedding and it's that weekend. Hopefully. It's the weekend after. But oh, okay. seeing as none of the things that were supposed to happen right before the wedding the last two times need to happen this time I'll already be gone probably. Okay. Well, uh, well then I hope we don't see you, but, uh, maybe <laughs> we'll find out when they're going to be playing the Padres. You know? That would yeah. be great. No, I know when they're playing the Padres. It's, uh, it's in June. Oh, that. All right. Maybe, maybe Laszlo will have his first trip to the beach because you know, we don't live close enough here and I refuse to, no, walk. No, <laughs> just go to, down to the beach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark in the park. He would love it. Uh, All right. So, Melissa, if people want to uh, get more information about the Melissa Wine Index, they should just go to at Melissa Wine on Twitter, correct? Yes. I tweet 700 times a day regularly, only about that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you'll uh, share your uh, cheese eating during the season. As usual, Dominica Saxon tells us that we're great. See you next time. I don't even think Dominica Saxon's a baseball fan, but uh, I appreciate him sticking with us. And uh, Sal, where do people find you? They find me right there. <laughs> there. Here. There we go. Do you want to everywhere? I tweet early and often. That's true. You just just like voting in Chicago uh, at D Weiss Comedy, and you can find me at Christian DMZ. That's Twitter. That's Instagram, uh, and that's basically it. Uh, you can also like the Blackcast on Facebook, B L A D T C A S T Blackcast.com. And don't forget, if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, uh, you missed out on so much of the fun. And uh, you can always, well, you can almost always catch a video version of our episodes at the Blackcast YouTube channel, uh, including our recent recap of the four hour and two minute Snyder cut of Justice League. Yeah, so, like uh, so definitely uh, check out our comments on that. We'll be back uh, very soon talking about uh, Kong versus Godzilla. And who knows what else will be coming in the near future. So go to the Blackcast YouTube channel. As always, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-E. Thank you to Melissa. Thank you to David, a.k.a. Salmon. And thanks to all of you. We will see you next time on the Blackcast. So I say D. I say D-O. D-O-D. D-O-D-G. D-O-D-G-E-R-S Team, 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 team Oh, I say O-M O-M-A O-M-A-L 
O-M-A-L-L-E-Y, oh really? No O'Malley. Sandy Koufax, oh my Drysdale, Maury Wills, I love you so. And we defy, defy the J-I, J-I-N, J-I-N-T, J-I-N-T-S, Giants! Orlando Cepeda is at bat with the bases jammed. Orlando Cepeda with a wham, bam. He hit a grand slam in the very first inning, but it's only the beginning. In the third, like a fight, we get two on and away. Then fairly hits into a double play. Here comes Big Frank Howard, yes siree, boy what a swing, strike three. Odem B, Odem B-U, B-U-M, B-U-M-S, them bums, them bums, them dry bums, oh they may be bums, but they're my bums, top of the fifth. Say hey Willie Mays hits a three-bagger down the right field line But he's out trying to stretch it to a homer As Roseboro tags him on the bottom of the spine With a crack you can hear all the way back up to San Francisco Open your hospital! 